dark, softly tales, dreamy summer bites, flashes of horror and suspense, bite back at the fear. her arms about her pillow. I'm still awake, Charlie. I never sleep anymore. Charlie's body spooned hers. His arm wrapped around her waist, hand pressed against the silky hollow of her stomach. Charlie, are you listening? Silence. Sleep. That's all you do anymore. It's not fair. It's never been fair. Henrietta felt sweat drip down her neck, the base of her spine. She scrunched back the sheets and adjusted her pillow. The mattress was a full size. It was her bed. He had his own room, but he never wanted to sleep there. Afraid of the dark, aren't you, Charlie? What did you do before you moved in with me, huh? sleep with dolls. Charlie hadn't been afraid of the dark until he met her. He had told her this once, after she blindfolded, cuffed him to the bed, and inked a black heart into his skin, right above his own heart. Henrietta pouted. You liked our romps through the sheets. She could almost hear his voice now. Jesus, Rita. When romps turn into stilettos and needles, it becomes... It's just that I... I feel afraid. It becomes what, Charlie? You never finished your sentence. Afraid of what? Me? Little old me? Henrietta laughed. She watched the alarm click tick to 11.59 p.m. Get off me, will you? burning up here. Henrietta sat up. He remained on his side. His hand slipped down between her thighs. You always hit right on the money, didn't you, Charlie? She rolled him to his back. His head thunked on the headboard. Ooh, ouch. She bit her lip and sat on her knees in the darkness. A thread of city light found its way through the long crack between the curtains. It highlighted his skin, giving him a pale, ghostly look. She swept her hand across his cool brow. He didn't move. Out like a light. Damn. She snatched the box of cigarettes and lighter off the nightstand and sat Indian style on the sheets, her knee pressing into Charlie's ribs. She lit up, breathed in deep, and let out the smoke. You asked me why I did it. I know you couldn't speak at the time, but your eyes spoke to me the way they always do. I mean, yeah, you told me you wanted to sleep with me. Keep your arm around me so you knew where I was. She brought the cigarette to her lips. 
Did you really think I was going to stick you in the middle of the night? Henrietta laughed and shook her head. Curls of smoke drifted up into the darkness, disappearing into the glare of the city light. You know my kid brother, Tony? Well, he caught me doing things once. It was none of his fucking business. I was out behind a shed by myself, but he had to be nosy. The kid was always ratting me out. Anyway, he promised me he wasn't going to tell. And thinking about it now, he really meant it. I was a teenager then, and believe you me. Henrietta flicked her ashes on the carpet. She took another puff. Teenage girls don't trust their brothers with secrets. That night, I snuck into his room and put a pillow over his head. Henrietta leaned against the headboard. The cool wood felt good against her hot body. She rolled her head to look at Charlie. No one ever knew. They thought he'd rolled over and suffocated himself. She drew the cigarette between her lips and took one last puff. So when you caught me with the old man last week, well, it was sort of the same deal. I could see in your eyes you were too scared to call the police. But I knew you would have. You would have ratted me out. Shit, Charlie. You selfish son of a bitch. Why'd you have to go snooping in places where you don't belong? I am happy with who I am. Henrietta smushed her cigarette into the ashtray. I need to get some sleep. We both know it doesn't happen when you're in here with me. She leaned over and straddled him, his body cold between her thighs. She stroked his black heart, then felt the gentle curves of his face. Charlie would never be afraid again, and he would never tell what he'd seen her do. She had lovingly sewed his eyes and mouth shut. Henrietta stood, grabbed the bottom of the sheet, and gently placed it over his face, his body. Then she rolled him. He flopped off the bed onto a flat cardboard box. She grabbed the edge of the box and dragged it into the walk-in closet. She stood and pressed her hands to her back. Her silky nightgown clung to the sweaty wetness between her breasts. Things haven't been the same since you died. The bed is just too cramped with your dead weight in it. So, I'm not sure when I'm going to pull you out again. She turned to go, stopped, looked back. Dark clothes hung like beasts from poles. Life is more scary than death, Charlie. You should thank me. Who likes dark stories? 
people who have experienced a touch of the dark side. People who are a little wiser to the world. People who like their bones chilled and their spines tingled. People like you and me. It's hard to find a story these days that write on the dark side with a touch of whimsy, humor, and heart. Mav Sky spreads her dark wings and solves this problem for you. Head on over to Amazon and type Mav Sky's name into the search engine. M-A-V-S-K-Y-E. At Amazon, you'll find her Tales to Chill Your Bones series, Girl Clown Hatchet series, Supergirl series, her cult classic novel, Wanted Single Rails, and of course, her brand new release, Cold Hangs the Midnight. Choose your dark flavor and head on over to Amazon today.